man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play. They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played. You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. Oh, that's, that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. Good morning, afternoon, evening, depending on when you're listening in this world of no sports being played. This is Jason Jones. This is Kenny Carraway. What are we on? Day four, day five of uh, no sports. I mean, this is crazy. This is crazy. It's been almost a, yeah. It's been almost a week for me because I was at the game last Wednesday. So it was like it's just, it was it was very it's very it feels very weird. It's weird to be in March. You know, I love this time of year. You got, you know, football news usually, which is NFL doesn't give a damn about coronavirus. They still doing business, but uh, <laughs> normally you have the NFL news. NFL and Vince McMahon don't give a damn. They going to get their shows off. They going to get them a <laughs> WrestleMania off with no fans. I was like, I'm, I'm going to watch because I'm just intrigued. Oh, yeah. I watched Raw and SmackDown. I was like, this is the weirdest thing ever. It's like it's, literally no one there. They're that was cutting crazy. A, they're cutting a promo for the TV people, but yeah. So you know, normally you got baseball ready to start, hockey playoffs going on, NBA getting toward the playoffs, all that going on. Now you got a bunch of NFL transactions and a lot of people waiting around. So, <laughs> Jason, I uh, I saw a meme or a tweet or something where <laughs> a guy goes, he goes, man, no sports, no NBA. What am I supposed to do? Pay attention to my woman. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a bunch of those. Someone said, I found out today my wife's favorite color is yellow. Who in the hell likes yellow? <laughs> like, we love y'all, I, ladies. I we love y'all, man. Couch. Come on. <laughs> yeah. What was the other one? Yeah. Or try my weekend. I'm sitting with my girl, and normally, you know, it's March Madness. You know, instead, she's trying to make me watch Love is Blind. And other yeah, I do have Tyler that in my queue. Esque, I, I do have Love is Blind Tyler in my queue. Esque movies. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was watching all types of predictable, sappy. I'm like, I said, let me guess. The husband walks up right. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, oh man, this it was so predictable. But hey, you know, you know what's she really happening? She, I was, she was happy. You know what's happening now is I think I actually think my girl's getting tired of me. She's probably looking like, don't you have a game to watch? NBA, come back. Get this guy out of my face. I think she's getting tired of me. She wants me to Yeah, they, 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 they've, they've arranged their lives around us not paying attention for like at least two or three hours a day. <laughs> right. You know, and don't, that, don't include the fact that you had the gym to go to during the day. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, there was this. You know, now they're looking at us like, oh, you're really here all the time. <laughs> I think they would rather have the kids around than us. Right. And that would happen like when uh, when players retire. That's the joke they always make when the wives are like, oh, my gosh, you're here all day. Like, you got to find something to do. Like, yeah. yeah why don't it's, you go get a hobby? Right you know, why don't you go coach? That's <laughs> right. how some guys start coaching. They're like, well, I guess I, she don't want me here. <laughs> so I must go. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes, man. Like oh, real quick, yes. I saw something that you could answer a question for me for, and we'll, we'll get into King's Talk right after this. But I saw something that I had never seen before. I watched Space Jam the other day. I'd seen Space Jam. Don't worry. I'd seen Space Jam plenty of times. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, there's a scene on there where Michael Jordan is in the hotel room. He's got his shirt off. Is Michael Jordan a Q? Yes. I had no idea. I saw I the brand know. on his chest. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That was my first time when I, I was like, wow. When I was a kid, if you had that book, was it Come Fly With Me or Air, Rare Air, the book? Rare if you Air. you go through the pictures Rare in there, it's, yeah, I got, I got that book. I got that book on the shelf right next to my Mamba Mentality book. My, uh, I got all type of sports books here. Shaq, Lakers, Celtics. I'm a book junkie, too. So, yeah, I've got that book here. It was a Christmas gift when I was in high school. Man, yeah, I, so, I yeah. like I went through that book so many times the uh, the pages started falling out. But yeah, I was watching that and I had to rewind it. I said, "Hold on, is Michael branded?" And I looked again. Yeah, sure enough, I had yeah. I had no idea. You know, all the greatest men and all the greatest men in the world are members of Omega <laughs> Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. You know, Michael Jordan, Shaq, me. I mean, come on now, it was excellent all the way around. It's excellent. I- See, I don't, I don't know the rules. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get boozied out here. I don't, I don't want to get boozied out here. But I'm. At, are you branded or tattooed? What, what is it? Yes, I got. I got. Yeah, I'm branded. Yeah. Oh my god! I got y'all crazy, bro. One, two, y'all crazy. I got like six of them. Y'all wild, bro. Yeah. Jesus, the brand. Oh Man, my god! If, 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 if you see, if you see, if you're seeing school days, you know, you know, it, it yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So oh, man. before we before we keep it let's keep it kid friendly before you know my girls are also now I hear you out there I see I heard you trying to get some attention about mm, yeah let me I apologize you know mess around and be in the doghouse like mm-hmm, I heard you. <laughs> yeah, let's get to some Kings talk King. man so so um, obviously. Anybody listen to this, you know what's going on in the NBA. And Jason, I wanted, uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate and glad to have you on right now because I've heard a lot of people talking about that fateful Wednesday night in the NBA. Rudy Gobert um, test positive uh, for the coronavirus. They shut down the Jazz Thunder game. People are talking about uh, Mavericks, uh, Nuggets, I think it was. How that was a crazy scene. Mark Cuban talking and all that stuff. And those were crazy moments. But... Let's not forget how wild of a scene it looked like it was at the Golden One Center, where ever, where I had about it looked like a sold out crowd, looked like about seventeen thousand in the building, and nobody knew necessarily what was going on. It seemed like mass hysteria, you know, from one minute to the next. You were there. I was supposed to be there. My son had a baseball game, a damn good one, by the way. He balled out. Shout out to him. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I couldn't make it. You were in the building. Just tell us. It looked like mass hysteria at Golden One Center. Uh, behind the scenes what was going on man it was weird because when i get there i get to the game i'm looking at my phone i'm seeing tony jones tweet about what's going on in okc and i'm thinking to myself we probably should go ahead and not play mm. this game <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i said we probably shouldn't even be playing today because things just something just fell off it was just like it didn't feel right, right. to be there I mean, you, the, the announcement had just been made that the Warriors game the next day would be played with no fans. And I'm like, and, you know, we already had put the, the rules in with the media contact. And I kept saying to myself, they're protecting the players from us. What if one of them <laughs> <Right>. has it? <laughs> and yeah. I kept saying it to people. I said, what, where's our yeah. protection? You know, you still making us sit close to each other. I said, what if some, you know, I, I, and people were like, oh, come on. I'm like, all-star break was last month. We don't know where mm-hmm. these dudes went. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, and the thing I said, the nature of being a celebrity, you're always in contact with people. 
just the just the way it is, you know. And so, I mean, I see the stuff going on in you, you know, in, in OKC, just because basically through Tony's tweets. Then I see Tom Hanks has it. Him and his wife are quarantined in Australia. I'm like, oh wow! And then the news, the release comes out and says, you know, NBA play will be suspended after tonight's games. After you know the Gobert news comes out, and I'm saying, and people keep on tweeting me and texting me, are they really going to play a game? I said, they're really going to play a game. And I'm like, I didn't think we should be. And it was I was, I was sitting with G Man Gary Gerald, and he was saying, you know, if there's no one, if there's no risk. You know, he didn't see why they sh- we shouldn't play the game. I said something just doesn't feel right about playing. Just now, Jason. Right. You know, now, now Jason, let me on. let me pause you right there because I want to because what you're bringing up is something that I I don't know. I don't want to say I got into a spat, but you know, it kind of irritated me. So I at that moment, um, no, actually not at that moment. When it was finally canceled, people. Some people, fans, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get into all that. But they, I felt they used that as an opportunity to take shots at the Kings. Like, how embarrassing that the Kings let this go on, you know, for so long before they canceled it. And thank God the Pelicans, you know, had the right mind. The players had the right mind to say they didn't want to play. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. You, you will lay it. I know you will lay it out exactly how it is. A national televised game, ESPN, not saying the Kings have no say-so in what goes on, but it— it's not their final call in that situation, right? To say we're not playing. No, that comes from mm-hmm. the NBA. That doesn't right. come from the Kings. And what people aren't failing to realize is that the whole situation with Courtney Kirkland, the official who was there to referee the game, who had just been in Utah with, with Gobert, and we found out Gobert and Donovan, you know, Mitchell. Thing is, the Kings weren't aware of that. The Pelicans knew first. Somehow they found out. Maybe they saw on social media too, but. I thought it was kind of weird. People were like, well, this is the Kings should know better how how low class of the NBA and the Kings. I was like, the Kings don't make the final call on playing the game in that situation. That was a league thing. And I, just, I, I didn't understand the whole, let's take shots at the Kings for this. I mean, I, I didn't, well, I don't know what the Kings are supposed to do. They didn't, I mean, this, this all people forget, this all happened right. within an hour. It wasn't like we found out about Gobert at 12 <laughs> no- at noon. It I checked my email. It was I got the email from the league at six thirty or six thirty one for a game that was scheduled to tip at seven thirty. So the league clearly thought that there wasn't enough time to stop. I it, think, so. and I'm not exactly sure. I saw the timestamp. I think uh, Sam Amick reported about um, Courtney Kirkland at like seven fifteen or something like like it. Yeah, and that's when we around this around six forty five seven. This is when we started trying to connect mm-hmm. dots, and you go, "Oh, that's true." And then you look on the court around seven fifteen, you realize the Kings are warming up, and no one's warming mm. up with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the other side of the court is empty, <laughs> so you go to yourself, "Okay, what's going on?" And then the word starts getting out. The Pelicans aren't coming out. So you know, and then I think by then you start, then you see the Kings eventually go in, and they say, "Okay, we're not playing." But yeah, I just, I, I, mean, I don't get why people were so mad at the Kings. I mean, trust me, that was a game both teams wanted to play. That was a big, that was you know, that was, that was a big game for both of them. So you, you know, but I mean, we're, we're, it's 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 unprecedented. I, I heard, and the reason why I asked and I brought that up is I I heard that, um, you know, from people that directly linked to the situation that 
even more so than an NBA call, it was almost an ESPN call, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, at the very least, it's a collaborative effort between the three. The Kings will tell them what they see on the ground. NBA, they'll be in contact with the NBA. NBA will be in, cont- in contact with ESPN. But it wasn't a situation where, you know, Vivek uh, reads a tweet at 7.05 about Rudy Gobert and was like, that's it. Get these guys off the court. We're not playing. Like, no, it's not It's not that simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, because people were saying, yeah, the Kings had been in contact with, you know, CDC, local officials all day about whether or not to play the game. It, it wasn't like they just woke up and decided at 720, let's check things out. I mean, this was a day, this was a, a constant thing checking. Is it okay to play? Should we have fans? Should we not have fans? Should, you know, what should we live? No, th- this was an ongoing discussion. It wasn't, this was not just decided. And like I said, this is all happening in real time, you know? You know, and there was a concern from some people I know, the idea of we got all these people in. Now they all going to leave right back out. People were mad, you know, and, the, and people were saying, well, the fans weren't commuting. The, the NBA, the, the Kings did a poor job of letting the fans know what's going on. The Kings were learning what was going on. I, none of us knew what was going to happen in OKC. None of us knew, you know. <laughs> and if it hadn't happened, we probably would have been playing games that weekend. I probably would have had a game on Sunday in an yeah. empty building. yeah. So, I mean, we don't know what would have happened. So, I, I just think there's a lot of people not knowing what was going on. And, you know, media, all of us were kind of just trying to catch up. We didn't know. And to me, there's no shame in that. You, you didn't know. And, hey, the, the game wasn't played. No one was forced to play afraid of what might happen. To me, so you, you accept that and, you know, you, you move on from it. I don't, I don't understand why there's sometimes things happen in life and no one's wrong. Things just happen. And to me, this, this was one of those things just happened. The Kings weren't being negligent. The, you know, if you want to say the NBA was negligent because they should have stopped games earlier, I'll hear that argument. But to somehow make this about how the Kings screwed up is unfair to the Kings. Completely unfair. I, I agree. And it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way when I saw it. But, you know, I mean, people are going to do what they do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they going to do what they do. And and, and you just got to you gotta deal with it. That's, that's the... Uh, you've got those who hate watch their yeah, favorite team, yeah. you know, and so you they look for reasons to hate the team. And this is coming from the L.A. dude. I don't know why. I mean, the Kings to me have been exemplary in a lot of ways in this situation. The fact that none of their players had to volunteer to help pay employees, which is to me is real ridiculous. These people are billionaires. Why are the players putting up money? It it ain't their team, you know. That's ridiculous to me. But hey, you know, I'm not going to knock a man for wanting to be generous, but I just I was just I was just noticing, okay, that team over there, that guy, you know, like, hey, I need these owners to step up. You know, the Kings and, and the Kings have, you know, for all their awards on the court, one thing they've really been great at is their community efforts over 100%. these last few years. One hundred percent. I mean, and so I think, you know, when you so don't I, 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 I doubt they would put the public's health at risk knowing there was an actual risk. So I just think that, you know, hey, let's be Let's, you know, they, you know, they, you know, donate the perishable foods, you know, they would, you know, paying the, all the employees for the next, you know, the part-timers for, for all of March, they're going, I don't know what happens in April, but you know, but Hey, you know, at least, you know, you're paid through March. Uh, all their employees are working from home and don't have to come in. 
You know, so I mean, I don't think I I I, I don't know what more else the, the Kings or really any team can do because we have no blueprint for this. This has never happened yeah. before. And and like you said, not you know because people like to think I, I be caping for the Kings, nothing, nothing like that. But I mean, I just call a spade a spade. You know, you can say whatever you want about the the basketball ops or the transactions or play on the court and probably be justified. But like you said, to your point, what they've done in the city and, and in the community in the last five years or so, um, yeah, they get the benefit of doubt in that. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they, they've been there. They've, they've had uh, boots on the ground. They've been there for the community. So, yeah, I, I, that, that wasn't the situation, in my opinion, uh, to take a shot because like you said number one they deserve the benefit of the doubt number two um nobody knew what was going on at that moment like we're, we're seeing things play out on twitter but i mean these are real life situations where people are on calls and you know getting texts and stuff like that what are we doing there's got to be meetings at the yeah, mines people, things are, of that you know, people are yeah people are finding out players are like i'm not going on the court you know i mean this is now this is all happening and <laughs> this is all happening in real time this is not like like I said, it'd be different if the Go Bear and the stuff in OKC happened like at 9 a.m. Pacific and they just drug right. it out all day. Right. I mean, to all that stuff within an hour and they they basically they wanted all of us out the arena mm. by 10. So I was out of there by like 9, 30, 9, 40 because I mean, they were already cleaning, you know, so, they, you know, they were, you know, disinfecting the, uh, you know, the elevators and. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a lot going on, but yeah, that was so, crazy, man. I kind of so. Yeah, then, you know, work-wise, it's kind of like, well, what do we do? And then they were like, hey, take the weekend off. And then we got to kind of start thinking, you know, the fact is that basketball at some point will be played again. And you're going to be looking at a completely – If do you continue the season? Do you just go straight to the playoffs? I mean, we don't – I don't know what I, you do. And that transition to what I was going to ask you next and talk to you about next is what is next? And I tweeted out earlier in the week um, – that I feel like it would be extremely unfair. And I, this is a King's perspective. It would be extremely unfair um, to when they come back to just go straight to the playoffs and kind of give it to the Grizzlies. I don't give is maybe a little harsh because they've done what they've done up until that point of the season uh, to, to be in that position. But at the same time, they clearly haven't faced the hardest part of their schedule. And I thought it would be unfair you know, to just kind of just say, okay, we're just going straight into the playoffs. But I mean, once again, this is a situation we never, we keep saying it, but we never seen. So, you know, that would be life. You know what I'm saying? If that happened and, you know, they went straight to the playoffs, so is life. You know, that's, that's what happens sometimes. As long as everybody's healthy and uh, we can get basketball back, that would be great. Um, But I also don't feel like I I, I was listening to something and I said, they're, they said that they're going to try if they have any control, if they're pushed up against it, they would try to get to 70 games. And I think there's a bunch of kickers for the TV deal and all that other stuff. But they try to get to 70 games. Right now they're at about like 62 for almost every team. And I, I don't know. I feel like you 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 wouldn't be able to just um, – I'd be asking a lot to just jump into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's some games that would need yeah, to be played yeah, first. You, you're going to have to have something played, yeah. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird situation because now, think about it. Memphis had two key players mm. out, Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson. You know, and, and part of the ebb and flow of the season is how you deal with injuries. Now you're looking at everyone coming back. What a, everyone's healthy. That change, you know, the Kings could have Marvin Bagley healthy. 
Rashawn Holmes' shoulder will be a whole lot better in, in six to eight weeks than it mm-hmm. is today. J.J. You know, Redick. Like, like I said, just J.J. Redick down, will be know. back for New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, there's just so many different things that change. You know, Kawhi's resting. Paul George is resting. LeBron, you know, there's just so much, you know. And, and like I said, I think I mentioned off air, a guy like DeMarcus Cousins who's rehabbing, you know, what if he what if what if the season goes into August and he's good to go in July? You know, like legit good to go. I'm not saying I don't know. That's not any intel from I'm just, just throwing it out there. I mean, there was a lot of guys who were like done for a while, you know, who maybe they're good to go in July because they were assuming the season will be over in April. So, I mean, this changes so many dynamics. But I mean, it's just kind of we'll have to sit here and wait and see. Jason, do you this is another um and once again, let's just put the preference. Nobody knows. I don't think either one of us have. Maybe you. I don't have any kind of in, inside intel. We're just kind of throwing shit up against the wall. Do you think they even come back this year? I think they do. I think they eventually do. I think there's too much money on the table. I think you don't want to. I mean, there's so much that at stake. I think the Olympics probably get screwed by this. I mean, if there are Olympics, I don't know. I mean, talk about a a, a, a living space that's primed to spread. You could you could not get me to go to the Olympics. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't pay me to go to the Olympics. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you, yeah. That's another thing. If you're an, if you're um, I don't know if you're if you're Vivek Ranadive and De'Aaron Fox had a chance to go play, do you want De'Aaron Fox in, in the no. Olympics? I mean, there's a whole lot to. to to, to weigh right. in on this now. There's a whole lot to weigh in on. The so, other, I, I don't know the what The other you thing do. about it is, and I'm going to ask you because you've been around, you know, you've covered the league for a long time now, and maybe you've heard different things and it's starting to come to the public a little bit now in the last few months. Um, but does this, as unfortunate as it is, does this um, open up the door for the NBA to change the schedule drastically? Um you know, kind of getting into the summer, maybe starting around Christmas. I mean, it's an unfortunate situation, but it seemed like it wasn't something that they would do traditionally. But if it sets up now, you know, where this season goes into August or, you know, late July, do they just say, hey, this is this is what we do from here on out? I I think they should. I think you got to I think I think I think you got to look at it. I mean, you got to look at it just because say the season ends in August hypothetically you could still start on time that would be crazy do you really yeah, that, i think that? that would be crazy that, i mean like i said hype and, and and a part of me feels like at some point someone's season is going to get shortchanged if you're going to stick with 82 either this one gets cut short or the next one gets cut short and you know you, you know i don't know how you squeeze 82 you know <laughs> with just you know a few weeks off i mean you know i don't know maybe you expand the rosters to where got you know Maybe you make the rosters uh sixteen guys, you know. Maybe you expand that way. You can have you know get guys more rest. I don't know what you do, but I think this is going to open up a lot of things. You know, maybe you know you look at starting around Christmas every year, and then you play through July. You know, maybe that becomes the new norm. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I personally don't like that. I I think it. I I like it. Why don't Why don't you like it? I I like the idea of starting at Christmas and playing into July and uh I, I always I didn't think they would be able to make it happen if you know nothing like this happened. It would be like you said, and even in that situation somebody's season would get shortchanged or something like that. But um I I like that idea. You're not a fan of it, huh? 
I don't know. I'm just I'm just like thinking about just my own personal schedule <laughs> life. Like just like okay, what happens from? I don't know how you make this happen. I mean, because the, the only time we started in December before were, were yeah. lockouts. Well, that was what like sixty game seasons or something many, like that. Six, yeah, sixty or sixty six. Yeah. So I think I mean they got people talking about. I mean, this thing changes as it speak we speak because uh, last Wednesday the word we had all gotten was that the season would be shut down for mm. at least thirty days. Prepare for mm. 30 days. And now we're looking at from 30 days to what? To, to two to four weeks to eight weeks. So I don't and know. And I watched so, that they're preparing for June. We'll, we'll be, yeah. <laughs> They're being told to prepare for June. Yeah, but we'll have... Yeah, but we'll have plenty to talk about still. You know, I mean, that I still have... It's funny, I, I got stories I can still write, I guess. You know, I guess I can track, you know, I saw the Yahoo thing about they're not testing for, med- for, med- <laughs> for drugs, which means... We're going to have a lot of high <laughs> players right now. I mean, you know, you know, not that we already didn't have that, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's lit now. now. No pun it's intended. Like, oh, it's lit. Yeah. But, uh... yeah it's, oh, oh, pun intended for me. It's lit. Yeah, it's lit right now. Yeah, yeah the NBA is, you know, they're, they are smoked out right now. <laughs> they're either smoking or playing Al Call, Call of Duty. That's that's what they're doing at their spare yeah, time. Yeah, Al Harrington is getting much business right now. They're supporting their brother Al Harrington right now as we speak. Yes, indeed. So... We're yeah. throwing, throwing room breakdowns gonna be here. We ain't going nowhere. We got interviews, we got stories, we got you know, we'll we'll figure out some things. We'll I'm sure we'll both be watching a lot of different stuff during this time. So we'll come back on here and talk about some stuff. Obviously, we'll probably have wrestling to talk about because like we said, Vince McMahon don't give a damn. All right. <laughs> Vince McMahon don't give a damn. He getting he he getting the people in that ring. Yeah. But before we yeah. go, I wanted to ask a little fun question here right now. And I, I didn't pose this to you, so I'll answer first. But like I've been known to do, I, I've poached another question from somebody else, uh, Jason. This is just what we, this is why I've <laughs> stolen content. I'm a thief for content. All right, mm-hmm. but this was a good one. Shout out to my guys, Kel Dansby and Dre's Hell. Um, the, yeah, they do their thing over there, and they, they came up with a good question. Everybody, we may be on complete lockdown. You know, we may be quarantined. All this other stuff. If you had your choice of three kings, three Sacramento kings in their whole history to be quarantined with. Who would it be? I'll go first to give you a chance to think about it. I think two of them would be the same. I'm going Boogie and Ron Artest. Ron Artest's Queensbridge stories would be insane. Absolutely insane. So I'm going I'm going Ron, Ron, and Boogie. And the third one, I had a little trouble with the third one. I thought about Mitch Richmond. I, I don't think Mitch would... Yeah, I don't know if I want to be quarantined with Mitch. Nothing personal, but I'm, I'm looking for entertainment and stories. I even thought about Jason Williams. I don't know if Jason Williams would... Uh, would be that talkative with the whole thing. Chris Webber, same thing. Vladi, maybe. You know who I came up with? Who would have stories? Damon Jones. I'm going with Damon Jones. I think he spent the year with the Kings. I'm going with Damon Jones. I forgot about him. See, I go De- I go DeMarcus just because that's, you know, I see if this is tough for me to say just three because everybody has their different reasons why I'd want to hang mm. out with them. So you're like, cause or just because, right. you know. And then Rudy's my Rudy Gay. That's, that's Shout the out to Rudy. Too. Shout out to Rudy. But I, I also think like Rondo would be fun because <laughs> Rondo would have we'd have like the most intellectual, just like crazy. I forgot about Rondo. You'd have a bunch of Connect Four you know, games. I think. <laughs> yeah, we'd have all you know card games, everything. Then I think somebody who would be underrated, funny, would be Costa mm. Kufas. Hmm, Costa. You know. Costa would be hilarious because I mean he, to, to be if I gotta be you know, he would be hilarious. Uh, 
then I could even go, you know, Michael Malone. My, you know, I, it's funny you brought up coaches. We all love Jerry Reynolds. Jerry would be great. He has Sacramento stories for days. Um, but I thought about Bill Russell. And Bill, I would love to hear Bill Russell talk about his time in oh, Sacramento. Wow, I forgot about that. His time in Sacramento. I would love to hear what Bill Russell has to say about, <laughs> about his time in the late 80s in Sacramento. Wow. Okay. Well, if I got to pick, I'll go DeMarcus, Rudy, and IT. Oh, IT. That's a good one. That is a good one. I'll go with those three, and then I'll have like I'll have several other lists. You know, if I want if I want like old wise talk, I'll get Vince Carter, John Sammons, and I don't know, uh, Zach Randall. Oh, Zebo. How'd I forget? If I want guys, <laughs> if I want guys my age, you know, I, if I want the old homies, you know, let me get Zebo and Vince. Zebo would be and, you good. Zebo would be good. I, I, you know, let me get them. In Ron, there. Ron Ron doesn't get in there on there. Ron Ron. He can, like I said, you know, yeah. Ron, Ron might be good with that Rondo combination, the Rondo, Ron. Oh, that'd, be a, you know, just, that'd be a hell of a quarantine house. Boogie, Rondo, and Ron, Ron. Oh my gosh, oh my goodness! I can hear Demarcus. Shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> <laughs> he calls Rondo Doe, 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 Doe. I can, you know, or, or or I could have a Demarcus Rondo. Or how about this Demarcus Ron Ron Matt Barnes? Oh, house. Matt Barnes! I forgot he played for the Kings like two years ago. Yeah, Matt Barnes. Like like, like two or three times he put the King. You know yeah. how about that, Matt. Yeah. You know, you know. Shoot, if Matt's there, we're gonna. You know, there'll be some blazing going on. <laughs> yeah, there'll be some. Matt would be. Yeah, that would just be a whole. <laughs> different but it'd be like yeah yeah so, you know i didn't i didn't yeah, put him so, on the list and we can get out of here after this i didn't put him on the list but um i think fox would be kind of interesting he just hasn't lived enough yet i don't know you know what i'm saying if i want to be quarantined for three weeks with De'Aaron fox because i feel like he'd run out of things to talk about because he's like 21 years old 22 and, and, and he doesn't play like the video game he like play, i don't play call of duty so yeah. i mean we wouldn't have the video game but he seems I like mean, an interesting cat like, though like he almost he really seems like a is. rondo very, type dude he really is. He's really smart. I mean, I don't say that to like as an insult. Like he would be supposed not to be smart, but I mean, he's just. I mean, he has an, uh, uh, a presence about him where you forget he's twenty two. Mm. You know, yeah. you'd be like, wow. He, yeah. you know, he, same thing that Harry has. Harry has that. Right. You'd swear Harry's almost my is almost thirty. And then you realize, dang, Harry, you're like twenty one. Yeah. And Harry will even tell you a lot of his friends are older people. So he's like, you know, yeah. outside of his girl, you know, like I'm hey, I'm a girl, or my, you know, when I'm growing up, you know, got my girl over here, or my little homies from the team. <laughs> All his friends are old, right? And when you talk to Harry, if you if you didn't know he was 21, you would think Harry was an old ass man too. So. <laughs> Harry, big good one. Everybody that's listening. Uh, at us on Twitter at Mr. Jason Jones at I M K Diddy. Tell us your three kings that you would be quarantined with. I think that'd be pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and we will be back next week, Hope you know, hopefully with some good news, some interesting news. I'm working on some interesting stories that maybe we can talk about. Like I said, I want to talk about what if Marvin Bagley can come back. Uh, that's a what if this, That's a huge... What do you do? Because you're going to have to basically have a training camp anyway when everyone gets right. back. What do you do with Marvin Bagley? You know, you know yeah, so we'll, we'll figure it out, y'all. We're here for you. You know, we're not going anywhere. You know, my kids are locked up in the bedroom right now, beating each other up. I guess I should check on My kid is still asleep. He, he, he's seven. What are you doing sleeping until 11 o'clock? What are you, what are you doing? Grown spur. Grown spur. Yeah. Growth spur. Yeah. 
Okay. He'll be like four inches taller when he looks. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all be good. I'm Kenny Caraway. All right. This is Jason Jones. Y'all take it easy out there. Be safe. 